It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas making his return to the show. Hello, buddy. Hello. How are you? I'm glad to be back, man. I missed you. So good to hear your voice. Yeah, good to hear your voice as well, buddy. Glad you're back in town. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Michael, they changed this while you were gone. I don't know if you were able to listen while you were in Colorado, but it's not Fetch Me 20 anymore. It's Zach 20. ZAC20 for your first delivery free. They also have this cool uh, cool thing going on right now where they announce at the beginning of each week on their Facebook page three uh, three restaurants that they partner with that you can use promo code 10OFF, 10OFF, to get 10 bucks off of any order over $30 from these restaurants. And there are three restaurants from this week. I'm a fan of all of these, actually. Aricia, which we're big partners with uh, here at the Auburn Network. Fruita Bowls, I've only had once, but it was good. And then Barbaritos, I have it all the time. So uh, be sure to check that out in the free uh, Fetch Me app. And also, there is a new app coming, so be sure to uh, check that out. They uh, they want to be even more accessible to their users. But um, yeah, 10 off or 10 bucks off orders over $30 at Aricha, Fruita Bowls, or Barbaritos, or Zach20 for your first delivery free. Michael, uh, there's some news uh, regarding uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. He said time and time again that they want a a plan going into the 2020 season by the last week in July. Uh, Well, uh, the last day of July is Friday. So SEC presidents are meeting via a call later this week. Everything I've seen is just a call later this week. I don't know when that is. No one's really saying when that is. I I guess it's not officially scheduled, but it sounds like the options that are going to be discussed is, you know, do you do what's normal uh, or as much as you can as far as normalcy goes? Do you go conference only? Do you do a partnership with the ACC? Do you delay it or do you um, do you just cancel the season altogether? I have very happily lived under a rock this last week. You know, stayed away from all the news, just tried to uh, tried to relax as much as possible. So uh, I can't tell you that I'm up to date on all of my coronavirus numbers and stuff. But all I've been thinking about is how, you know, it seems like multiple leagues now have figured out a way to play their sports. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it, it is odd that, all right, the NFL seems to be a go. I watched a lot of Major League Baseball this past weekend. The NBA is starting towards the end of this week on the 30th. 
MLS is going, Premier League soccer is going, bowling is going. I mean, it's just odd to me that every sports league seems to be kind of getting their feet up under them, figuring out a way to do this. But college football is um, is the outlier here. So I, I don't really understand that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like everyone's figuring out a way, and I get that it, You know, college football is a little different. They're not professional athletes. They're amateur athletes, technically. Um, but, you know, the for for most of these institutions, the kids are going to be on campus to do school, um, Auburn being one of them. And it, it'll be really interesting to see what they end up deciding. But I've I'm kind of under the opinion at this point that it's going to take someone stepping up and being like, yeah, I'm over this. Like, we're, we're, we're just going to have to go on as business as normal. Um, you know, Jordan Hare will be half full. You can come, you, you know, wear a mask if you want to, or you have to wear a mask to come into the stadium. Yeah, I would imagine and, they would be mandatory if they did it. And, like, great, we're, like, we're doing it. Right. Because at some point, you know, you can't at, – at some point you have to either accept that, like, this is the new normal. We're wearing masks everywhere. You know, be ready to be a little uncomfortable when you go to the bank and the airport. But <laughs> – Are you talking from personal experience there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, while we were in Colorado, we you know the little uh, – the things that you wear around your neck and you can like pull up over your mouth that are somehow like acceptable right to wear yeah yes we bought some of those and like i'm wearing it and i'm like this is meant to like for you to be able to easily breathe through it so i don't really understand how it's helpful and yeah right like not whatever. all right but, but yeah, I, was yeah it. I don't want to talk about covid but yeah yeah so I, it, in it's, the uh in the airport my brother-in-law had it pulled over his face and i was like you you, like you can't even see your face like at all right right um yeah so there'll be uh i am anticipating that there will be news regarding uh, college football in the sec sometime this week probably should have led with this next story uh this actually happened while we were or while i was sleeping last night nick curtis the 6'5 205 pounder former three-star out of uh, out of hoover he's a defensive end slash outside linebacker type player but he tweeted out last night, thank you, Kent State, for the opportunity to play football at the next level, but I will be transferring to Auburn University, hashtag War Eagle. So during his freshman year at Kent State, he appeared in just one game. It was against Wisconsin. Uh, he did not record any type of stat. Auburn has one scholarship left um, based on, on what I've read and, and, and just people following it. Um but most people are reporting that this is going to be a preferred walk-on move. So he's from Hoover, just reading in between the lines. Uh, I, I wonder if something happened where he, he, you know, he wants to come closer to home. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I'm interested to see what they do with him. Uh, a guy that I, I assume they, that was his redshirt year last year. Uh, I couldn't find that he was redshirting anywhere, but he only played in one game. So I don't know why they wouldn't have redshirted him. But uh, So I assume he'll have to sit out a year, and so he will be a redshirt sophomore by the time he's able to be eligible but uh 65205 I mean that's a great frame you got to imagine that uh, he'll be able to put on more weight in Auburn's strength and conditioning program than uh, than Kent State's Yeah I agree uh, I oh, I actually was not asleep yet when this news came out uh pretty exciting 
stuff to get at night. Uh, I didn't look into it a whole bunch, so but preferred walk-on move is uh, is big for Auburn. I mean, not you don't get a lot of walk-ons who are six five, two hundred five with you know college football experience, even if it's at a uh, at a smaller school. So totally. Um, uh, I think we're looking at a guy who's going to play more of that buck role just because of his size. Yeah. Um, listed as a linebacker, don't know a ton about Kent State's scheme, so I don't. I mean, he could have been an outside linebacker. Uh, um, a pass rusher, essentially. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. So, I'm gonna try to find that Wisconsin game just because I want to see what they did with them. Just for, you know, because it's the off season and nothing else to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it, it. It. I mean, why not? If a guy who's six five, two hundred five, the guy you think you can put weight on your team can is gonna come to your school, is willing to come to your school, especially if he's not gonna take up a scholarship. Or give him a chance to earn a scholarship. Um, yeah, anytime Auburn wants to take a three star from anywhere as a preferred walk on, I am one hundred percent okay with it. There's no downside. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. All right. So uh, I realized this weekend, Michael Pappas, that uh, that my wife's uh, one of her taillights, not her no, her headlights were out on her car, and uh, I've already got one on the way. You want to guess where I ordered it from? Rock Auto. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. One reason uh, to repair and maintain your car is to save money so that you can then use them for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? So I've gotten uh, headlights replaced in my car before, and it can cost over $100. It costs way less than that just to order it. And I'm going to watch a YouTube video on how to replace it. And so uh, Rock Auto was super easy to navigate. You just kind of put in what kind of car, make and model that's there, and they give you all the options. There's a couple different brands to pick from. They all kind of seem the same to me. I'm not super uh, car savvy, but uh, if I can do it, you uh, you absolutely can do it as well. So rockauto.com. Head there right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Want to do a quick promo for tomorrow's podcast. We already recorded the conversation this past week, but uh, NFL scout with CoverOne.net, Christian Page, good friend of the program, uh, he and I used to do an NFL draft podcast together way back in the day, but he joins us and we talk about all the draft eligible prospects going into 2020 for Auburn. Highly recommend it. Go ahead and, uh, especially if you're on iTunes, but if you're on Spotify as well, subscribe, follow, uh, depending on whatever service you're uh, listening on. And if you're on iTunes, please subscribe and uh, leave us a five star review. Uh, it would absolutely mean a ton. All right, so we got some uh, some fun news. We mentioned uh, Major League Baseball happening. Over the weekend, former Auburn pitcher uh, Grant Dayton made his Braves debut. One inning, he allowed one hit, had two strikeouts. That's exciting. Uh, Some not exciting news. Will Hastings got cut by the New England Patriots. It was kind of all over social media. Michael, I assume you saw this. They did hold on to Nick Coe, and a lot of people are thinking that Nick Coe is going to make the team. But also a lot of people thought that Will Hastings was going to make the team prior to the team bringing in Cam Newton because they thought it was going to be that Jarrett Stidham safety net 
uh, to kind of help you know their new starting quarterback be uh, be as comfortable as possible. Uh, but it does not look like Jarrett will be the starter anymore. So you think Will Hastings gets a chance somewhere else, or do you think uh, do you think that his stint is done in the league? I mean, the running joke was that it was kind of Patriots wide receiver or bust for Will Hastings. Yeah, uh, you're right. I hope it's not. I hope we're wrong on that. Yeah, me too. That's a, I'm rooting for him. I hope he gets another shot. He seems like a really nice guy. Obviously, he's worked his butt off going from walk-on onside kick specialist to uh, a wide receiver in the NFL. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Also, a little, some, also little some, uh, Okay. Whoa, yeah. No, go, go ahead, brother. Dude, we're just two on the same page this morning. God, miss this. Miss you too, buddy. Javaris <laughs> Davis uh, got cut by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that surprised me a little bit. Um, I think he'll get picked up somewhere else. That's just kind of um, my gut. I think he's more likely to get picked up somewhere else than uh, than Will Hastings is. I think he can just do more. But um, we will see. Ricardo Lewis got cut by the Miami Dolphins this weekend. Missed the last two seasons with some injuries. Um, he signed a one-year deal worth 660000 with the Dolphins. I think he gets most of that, so good gig for him. Um, <laughs> all right, do you have anything to add on any of the NFL bits? Not really. Sad news this morning, but that's all right. We're going to power through, you I, know? I think so. I think so. Uh, all right, so I want to go through some of Phil Steele's uh, preseason magazine. He joined the show on Tuesday, so go back and listen to that. And he discussed a lot of his Auburn rankings, so I don't feel too bad kind of talking about some of it. Uh, I, I think if you're going to buy his magazine, um, you're going to do it regardless of uh, what I tell you. But um, So Auburn had two preseason All-Americans, according to Phil Steele, and I thought they were interesting, the guys that he picked. Um, K.J. Britt is a third-team linebacker. That one makes more sense than the uh, Christian Tut made fourth team punt returner, and I thought that was interesting. Uh, it, did that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm not an expert on every punt returner in the country, but Christian Tut he had a good year returning punts last year, and I think you know the general philosophy is that he'll get a little bit better. Uh, the biggest problem I think most people had with him returning punts was that he fumbled twice. Uh, obviously, see that's enough for me to just not put him on any All American list because he fumbled twice. That's a big deal. Uh, I agree. Um, I think the assumption is that that will not happen this season. That's fair. Fumbles are kind of. I mean, you know, fumbles are kind of a, a more random play than anything. Uh, although he did just muff one, I believe, so that that's not great. Uh, but hopefully he'll improve, right? Hopefully he'll get better, like we've been saying about most of these guys, and and he'll earn this spot here. Um, I don't know how Owen Papo didn't make one of the All-American teams because I, I saw him in that number zero jersey, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Put him on all the lists. Yeah, I want a number zero jersey on my body right now. Also, his Twitter name is just at the freak i can't believe you didn't know that when you texted me that yesterday i was shocked that you didn't know that um yeah i had no idea i don't know how i didn't know that either but smoke mondays is uh, it's over it's over yeah auburn did this thing a few i guess a few months ago at this point where they like promoted all the new twitter handles from the guys like smoke mondays changed his to smoke and then um schwartz went to the flash yeah and worm yeah, they all got him. Like I was right. I I remember that. I just did somehow. I missed that Owen Papo got at the freak. 
Like, are you kidding? Yeah, that's awesome. No one. <laughs> how did they get that? <laughs> uh, I'm sure they paid for it, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's good, though. I still can't believe Schwartz has the Flash, and there's like, I don't know, a very popular DC character of the same name in a TV show. Yes. But All right. Hey, well, um, I want to jump into Phil Steele's top individual units where Auburn ranks and all of those next right here on Locked on Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. So his top individual units, it's fun to see whenever this comes out. I kind of look at this to see how biased we are you know, throughout the whole offseason. Um, it sounds like uh, if you compare kind of where we have Auburn's individual units versus where Phil's is, um, we are. So we'll see. Uh, I love Phil Steele. I buy his magazine every year and I follow his stuff throughout the season. I think he overvalues experience. You know, that's why, you know, it kind of made headlines last week how, uh, high, how high he is on Texas A&M. And his big argument is they're returning, I think, like 17 starters. And if that's your argument, if you want to value experience, and like, yeah, that totally makes sense. I think he overvalues experience a little bit. So, um, just th- this is kind of why I'm going to disagree with a lot of this. So, um, for Auburn's uh, or for the quarterback individual units, he's uh, he ranked Auburn's quarterback situation as 32nd in the country. What are your initial thoughts on that? Uh, I don't hate it. Okay. To be, I mean, just to like at first glance. I have not read the magazine. I don't know who's above him, but uh, just as 32nd, I, I, I don't hate it. You've got a true sophomore and then, you know, a bunch of guys. Uh, I know that, like, he values experience. It, it's, I don't know. I, and how I don't know how much he values depth either. Like, is Alabama's quarterback room considered really good because they've got Mac Jones and then they've got Bryce Young? Like, if Mac Jones gets hurt, Bryce Young is supposed to be baby Jesus on the football field? I don't know. I'm trying to find where he put Alabama. But uh, I don't hate Auburn at 32nd. I mean, I think Bo Nix is a – I think he was good last year. I'd like him to be great. If he can make that step up to be great, maybe this will be some bulletin board material for him. I don't uh, know. He ranked Alabama as the 44th uh, best quarterback room, so Auburn's ahead by 12 spots there. But, like, he has – he has Ole Miss at 15. I guess the idea for Ole Miss would be that they've got two different guys who could theoretically start on a lot of teams. Uh, he's got North Carolina as five. And like it's the exact same situation as Auburn. you got a really good uh, guy coming off a pretty solid freshman season, and then you've got a, an older grad transfer behind him. So I don't know. I just I just thought that was a little interesting. But hey, if you don't think Bo Nix is the guy, and there's a big group of people that don't think Bo Nix can turn that corner, and if you're in that group, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just kind of we just disagree. Um, looking at the running back room, he has Auburn ranked 59th, the 59th best uh, running back room in the country. Yeah, this seems this seems crazy low. A uh, lot of, lot of really good young options in that room. Uh, 
I mean, there's no star, so I guess that's got to hurt you. But there's no experience, right? I mean, once again, like if you were yeah. if you were going into this looking at experience, it's the number one factor. Then it makes sense because you've got. I mean, he writes about Harold Joyner and Sean Shiver is a decent bit. He had Harold Joyner ranked as like one of the top fullbacks going into uh, the NFL draft, which I thought was interesting. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're basing it on experience, then it makes sense. I just at some point you've got to look at you know upside, but he can't do that for every college football team in the country. Yeah, that's true. I agree. And like I said, you know, if if Auburn's got a star in that backfield, he hasn't played yet. That's true. So I, I, I don't hate this. I think this is low with the amount of talent Auburn has, but like you know, if you're looking at it the way you just said, then yeah, I guess you should have Auburn pretty low. Like, so I'm, I'm just looking at some of the ones. Like Army is 32, Wyoming 33, Tulane 34, Troy's 37, Kansas 27. I mean, you're just telling me that Auburn's running backs aren't as good as Georgia Georgia Southern's at 23. I don't just at some point you just got to say like well you know they they haven't played yet but like you're telling me that Georgia Southern has a better running back room than Auburn going into 2020 I just I'm not buying it I'm not buying it all right uh, lo- you got something else on that nope okay um looking at the wide receivers he has Auburn ranked at number 42 this is the one I think I'm second most okay with really yeah. Huh, I thought you were going to have some problems with this one. Uh, I mean, I, I think Auburn's wide receiver room, there is Seth Williams, and there is a massive, massive drop-off. Yeah, but if we're looking at experience, I mean, Auburn's bringing back like 80% of its production. That's fair. That's a, so, that's a great point. And they're led by you know, a, a guy a lot of people think is going to go in the first round. And then, like you said, there's a massive drop-off, but the drop-off to the second guy is your drop-off to the fastest guy in college football. So, like, it, you know, you got a first-round draft pick and a guy who is objectively a very good playmaker. If you get the ball in his hands, I mean, he can run very fast. So, so Phil Steele had a – you want to guess where he has Seth Williams among draft-eligible wide receivers going into the year? 42nd. 17. That seems low. Yeah. That seems very low. You think 16 guys are going to get drafted, 16 receivers are going to get drafted before Seth? That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, all right. Offensive line, he ranks 60 at each group, or he, well, not at each group, but for offensive linemen, he ranked the top 60. Auburn did not make an appearance there. Once again, I'm okay with this. This is the one I'm most okay with just because we have, we don't know who the offensive line is. Yep. Totally agree. You can't rank people you don't know. Defensive line, he has Auburn at 23. Uh, this one's actually pretty surprising for me. I mean, this is kind of a, an unknown also. I think we know one guy who is confirmed, two guys who are confirmed starters. I think Big Cat is confirmed. We don't know if it's going to be at the Buck or Strong Side defensive end. And he's going to play a lot of both. And then, uh, Truesdale is a starter. I think outside of that, you don't know. Uh, you don't know who the other defensive tackle is. You don't know who the other edge guy is. Uh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I. Those are the two guys I was thinking of. So, um, this is. I'm. I'm glad Auburn's ranked 23rd. I think they have an abundance of talent. You know, Ronnie Gardner's going to put a great unit out there. Right. Uh, this is just surprising because, like you said, if we're valuing experience so much, 
I mean, depending on who the guys are, yeah, they've got experience, but we don't know who the guys are. Uh, linebacker is his Auburn's highest-rated unit, which should surprise no one. He has Auburn as the um, the sixth the sixth uh, unit behind Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Florida, Clemson, and Auburn. I actually didn't realize Florida's uh, linebacker was supposed to be that good this year, um, but. He, uh, this is the note that he has next to Auburn. Last year, the Auburn linebackers were the only inexperienced unit on the defense as they had to replace all three starters. This year is the only experienced unit on their D with the top four linebackers back. K.J. Britt is an NFL prospect, and Owen Papo started as a true freshman. They have, uh, I don't know what VHT stands for in the group. So there's that. I have no idea what VHT stands for. I don't either. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad KJ Britt is getting starting to get a bunch of love lately. Uh, he's He was awesome last year. Hopefully he'll be awesome again this year. I don't really know why he wouldn't. Uh, Owen Papo, he's a freak. And then, you know, the, the two guys, the other two guys they've got just have, you know, a ton of experience and are nicknamed Chainsaw. VHT is very highly touted. Huh. All right. There's that. There's a lot of space and not a lot of page in this, so that's fine. Um, and then defensive backs, Auburn is ranked 48th. If you're going on experience, I think that makes sense. I think they'll definitely finish higher than that. I mean, you just look at some of the teams that he has in the top 15. Like, I like Auburn's defensive backs more than Kentucky. Uh, I don't know anything about Pittsburgh or Miami of uh you know, the, the U, but I would imagine that Auburn DBs are better than theirs, but um, we'll see. Cincinnati at 8, UCF at 7. I think it's interesting, but um, once again, if you're, if, you're, if you're solely valuing experience, I get it. And then we'll wrap up with special teams. He has Auburn ranked at number 53 in regards to special teams. So Keep in mind that this magazine came out before Auburn had a punter. That's true. That is true. All right, sweet. Where can people find you, brother? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackaby. Follow the show on Instagram at Auburn Podcast, on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn, and on TikTok, because that's a thing, at, uh, at Z Blackerby. And once again, please subscribe and leave us a review, especially if you were listening on iTunes. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.